Staying in Contact. I'm London Mitchell. Each week at this time, we take a few moments to talk about efforts underway to improve the quality of life here in Northwest Ohio, our home. This area is unique in that we have a variety of ethnic backgrounds, religions, social, economic, and educational distinctions. It's a very perfect part of the country for some meaningful market research. My guest is Lori Dixon from Great Lakes Marketing in Toledo. She has used the greater Toledo area for research for companies all over the country. If you think about what market research is supposed to do, you're trying to learn how a product is going to be perceived in the bigger marketplace. So if you make hair care products or anything else, you're going to sell them nationally. But you need to find a place where you can test those that represents the national um, footprint or the demographics of and the buying habits of the nation. And Toledo does that. Um, you know, back in the old days, we did so much research and everybody thought you needed to go to New York or Chicago or, you know, the bigger cities. But 90% of Americans live in a city smaller than Nashville. So we don't live in those big cities. We have buying habits and transportation habits and entertainment habits that that kind of mirror what's going on all over the U.S. Our cross-section actually represents the nation very well. Um, You know, when I think of our market research area, I'm including the you know, the whole area. So that would be Lucas County, Northern Wood, a little bit of Western Fulton, kind of that circumference that's around the greater Toledo area. And we represent the proportions of the U.S. So, for example, 13.4% of the United States is African-American and 19% of that Lucas County is African-American. If I threw in some of the neighboring counties, I could easily have my population 13%. So if I wanted to figure out how this product might mesh with cities across the US, Toledo would represent that very well. That's one example. Um, You know, we do a lot of food evaluations and food is very cultural, right? So we have to make sure that we don't get ourselves in a market that is heavy Hindu, for example, because we do meat products so you, or, or heavy Hispanic because we don't do products that have that profile, the higher seasonings and the um, ethnic flair. So, you know, you pick and choose where you want to go. And by the time you're done picking and choosing, Toledo is just a great cross section. How does this how does this play out when you're doing your research? Do you talk to people one on one? Do you do it over the telephone? Are there written reports? Well, it depends on what it is you want to learn. So, for example, we're doing a study for um, alternative meat. I mean, everybody's heard of the Impossible Burgers and Beyond Meat and all of those products. So we need people to taste it. So we bring people in face to face and we have the chef come in and we cook.
cook it the way it's supposed to be cooked and we have people taste it so that those manufacturers know if it has the right texture and taste and um, feel and smell and look that they want because they're buying an alternative hamburger. So it's got to resemble that. So that's a face-to-face kind of thing. And you can do it in front of other people. Alternatively, we're testing a hair removal product, um, which you would use at home, in private, in your bathroom. And that kind of a study, we actually send products to somebody's home with instructions on how to use those products. They use them, and then they go online and they fill out a survey. And then we do a what I would call an interview or like a Zoom interview. And we talk to them about the product, if they liked it, how they used it, if it fit their routine, all of those things that are important when you're deciding if you're going to repurchase something. So we want to know if you try it first because we give you a coupon or you see it in the store, would you buy it again? What was your experience all about? So those are um, two different ways. Sometimes we want to just see what people understand. So we might do an online survey. So we could send you a survey link. You use your laptop, desktop, um, whatever, and you launch a survey and you answer questions. And the questions might be, you know, watch this commercial and we want to know what you thought. Does it make you want to buy the product? Does it make you feel like it's a good value? You know, whatever the message was, how does it make you feel? We don't do very much by phone anymore. Um, you know, I think the latest statistic is that about 40% of the U.S. households have a landline. So we're not in the, you know, years ago, we used to do interviews by phone, but today, I'm systematically missing everybody that doesn't have a landline. And if I catch you on your cell phone with all of the, you know, spam blockers, et cetera, and the fact that I could catch you somewhere where you don't want to do an interview because you're on your cell phone, so you're out and about. So we don't do very much by phone anymore. I'm London Mitchell. We are chatting with Lori Dixon from Great Lakes Marketing about what a great test market area the greater Toledo area is. Testing everything a company needs to know to make smart business decisions, from the taste of a product to its ease of use to its packaging. Absolutely. There are very few products that you buy that haven't been tested in some way. Now, it might not be a survey or an interview, but most companies will do a pilot test. So all the fast food restaurants across the United States, the regional ones and the national ones, if they come up with a new product, they're never going to launch it nationally. They will pick a couple of test markets, Toledo often being one, and they'll put it on the menu and they'll promote it. And they'll have an advertising budget that they think is similar to what would happen across the nation. And they'll see if it sells. And they'll see if it sells at the right pace. They'll see if it displaces other products on the menu or it creates new people coming in the store. So they'll measure and evaluate all of those things. And then they will decide at that point if it goes national or regional. But, you know, there's very, very few things that 
Um, they don't dip their toe in the water one way or another before making the big expenditure. How do you find the individuals to participate in your research? Again, it depends on the kind of research, but if in fact it's a restaurant and they wanna figure out what's happening if they add this new menu item, we might actually go stand in that restaurant and catch somebody walking into the restaurant. If it is something on a more national scale, we have a panel um, that we can pull people from our panel called the Ask Toledo panel. And Toledoans have gone online, they've signed up. And then when we need to do a survey, we look at that panel and select people and invite them to do the research. Either we call them and say, come on in, or we send them an email and ask them to tell us a little bit more about their behaviors and see if they are relevant for the product. Um, and we bring them in to do the surveys or we send them a survey by uh, email, something along those lines. Is this uh, a closed panel or can anybody join in or volunteer? Anybody. And we, the more the merrier, really, because we don't want to have somebody do too many surveys in a year because we don't want to infringe. But um, everybody is welcome to complete the profile. And then we send you surveys that relate to your profile. Um, the only thing we ask is that you take it very seriously because companies are banking on these answers to be truthful and reflective of their true behavior. So we want people to be honest and participate. Um, and for that honesty and participation, we do pay. So you could earn a couple hundred dollars if you test a product in your home. You could earn $75 if you come in and eat a hamburger and tell us what you think. Um, but we do pay for your time. How does somebody uh, fill out that profile? You go on to asktoledo.com and it takes you to a little profile page and you just fill it out and then we contact you. And the profile would ask for things like uh, age, uh, yep. sex, income age, levels, gender, income, children in your household. We're doing, you know, ice cream novelties. We want households with children. Um, just probably 10 questions. It's really important for people to understand is when you give us that information, strictly confidential, we don't care that it was London Mitchell who did whatever. What we care about is a male in your age group with however many children or grandchildren you have. That's all we care about. So we have this consumer profile and this is how that consumer behaves. That way we can tell a company, hey, you know, when you market this, you really need to target this demographic profile because they are the most likely to want your product. So That's you're really, you're really anonymous. You're absolutely anonymous. And the data about you personally are never associated with the answers. That's not why the research is being done. You talk about the research for businesses wanting to make good business decisions. Do you also work with political candidates? Sure. Trying to test the water to see what are the hot, hot subjects? Yeah, right. With the elections coming up and with all the TV commercials and the debates and everything, I can promise you, because I know for sure, <laughs> but, um, all of those topics 
are tested. So they wanna know if people in this community that I'm gonna go give this speech at, are they concerned about the economy? Are they concerned about safety? Are they concerned about gun laws? What are they concerned about? Because I'm gonna make sure that I talk about those things that are relevant. And you know, you've only got a handful of minutes to catch somebody's attention. So you, you better know what matters to them very early on. So they, they definitely will ask those kinds of questions. Lori Dixon is the president of Great Lakes Marketing and discussing with us how the greater Toledo area is a great test market. I asked her if she's ever encountered some real surprise results in her research and surveys. I think what's always surprising is when we do ads and we're testing to see what people understand. Everybody's own perception really taints how they hear information. So people will write an ad, it will be produced. Everybody in the company will look at it. The ad agency will look at it and they'll say, we clearly make the point that it's, you know, it's a free service or we clearly make the point that we pay the first $2,500 and then you pay after that. And then we show the ad slowly. And we tell people, watch the ad. And they get all over the map what they think they just saw. And to me, that's the most important thing about research is that when you write something or design something, you're so close to it. It's inconceivable that someone cannot understand the story you're telling in your advertising. But you, you have to step back because everybody has this filter um, that they see things through. And you, you need to understand that filter of your target market. And I would imagine that's why it's important maybe to ask the question from two different perspectives. And and not to not to tell a story out of school, but I remember when I was planning a levy campaign for a human services agency, the question was, do you think public dollars should be spent to uh, provide assistance for children born with disabilities? Overwhelmingly, everybody said, yeah. But when the con what I might call the control question was asked, should services or should the public dollars be spent for services to children born with fetal alcohol syndrome, the numbers of positive responses went way down, indicating that uh, we have a community here that uh, is pretty, pretty much not in support of people who drink and cause problems because of their alcohol consumption. I mean, that's the, that's the, uh, what I drew from that. Absolutely. And I'm sure the next step from that was to understand, okay, if people want to support, but they don't know the causes of some of the problems, then we need to give a solution-based answer. So the solution is people with disabilities need support. How they got that way is, is not something that the consumers really understand. So we're gonna focus on this end of the story so that kind of research is really powerful. Um, again, you're so close to it, you know the causes of things. This relates to you know, the whole breadth of products that are tested, but you have to understand what the consumer understands and what the consumer wants to do. 
I mean, if, if, if we go back to any of the, the products that I've tested, companies now don't tell you, you know, how the sausage is made. They tell you the benefit. And that's all we really as consumers want is that benefit. So to your example, I do want to support children, period. I want to support children who have been given a bad um, start. And I want to do that. And that makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm doing my part. Thinking. Once again, uh, Lori, how does somebody fill out that profile? How do they get to that profile so they can be part of your Ask Toledo panel? Literally, just launch your browser, type in asktoledo.com, one word, asktoledo.com, and it launches a very short profile page. And you fill it out, and you get an email that says, thanks for filling it out. We'll be in touch. Asktoledo.com. Lori Dixon is with Great Lakes Marketing in Toledo. I'm London Mitchell, inviting you to join us at the same time next week when we will again be staying in contact. In the meantime, please send me your suggestions and comments through my website, londonmitchell.news.